Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim. Paul, you and I have a 60-year-plus friendship, and this broadcast is our 60th one together. So I thought we could do this one a little different. We've worked for the past many years on a project called SSTS, Standing Strong Through the Storm. Many of our listeners may have heard of the course or read the book. At last count, Jim, it's been translated into 48 languages and is being used around the world in areas of persecution. It's a helpful resource, Paul. And I can say that because in reality, we compiled and conveyed information received from Christians who had already experienced persecution. We asked them, what would you tell Christians who have not experienced persecution for their faith to do to prepare and persevere during difficult days? We were blessed of God to communicate their responses to the body of Christ worldwide. There are three stages or phases to persecution. Stage one is pre-persecution. What does one do while experiencing freedom in order to prepare for the coming persecution? Stage two is persecution. What do you do to survive in the midst of the persecution? And stage three is post-persecution. What does one do to recover after a period of persecution? This has been one of the highlights of our lives, Jim to be able to meet Christians from countries where persecution has been experienced, to be blessed by their stories and faithful perseverance, and then allowed by God to tell their stories to encourage others. Paul Open Doors International publishes an annual report on the top 50 countries where persecution is most severe. We have visited Christians in many of those countries and found they identify five primary sources of persecution that we call the five R's. Rulers, religious leaders, relatives, rich guys, and rowdies. And the key to remember is that we really only have one source of persecution, and that is Satan, our adversary. He hates Jesus. He sees Jesus in our eyes. He hears Jesus in our voice, and he hates Jesus in us. And will do whatever he can to discourage us or deceive us, or if necessary, destroy us. Let's assume for a minute you are listening to our voices and you say, Hey Paul, Dr. Jim, there is no persecution in my area. I am a Christian, my family are all Christians, our government protects our freedom to build a building to worship. There is no violent religious neighbors or mobs that attack us for being Christians. This persecution topic is more than I really want to hear about or experience. But you say it is coming, so what do we do to prepare? Let me suggest three words all starting with R. Remember, relate, and rehearse. First, remember that our Lord Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life, and he was crucified. Jesus said, if they persecute me, they will also persecute you. The Apostle Paul added, all that live godly lives in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. It is coming. So remember those who are in prison or suffering persecution as though in prison or experiencing persecution with them. Hebrews 13, 3. So remember 
Second, relate in advance to those who may be your persecutors. Show them your good works. Go to those who oppose us in love before they come to us with guns. Luke 6, 27, 37 gives a long list of things to do to your enemies before they come for you. Love them, do good to them, bless them, pray for them, give to them, lend to them, be merciful to them, and do not judge them. And number three, rehearse. How will you respond when it comes? Jesus taught in Luke 21, 36, keep on the alert, praying so you may have strength to escape. In other words, be prepared. I was in Ethiopia for a few months doing research. And in my journal I wrote, there are some amazing stories of perseverance in this place. To sit at the feet of these brothers and listen was a privilege for me. They like to ask me, why are you here? If I said, I am here as a teacher, I would get a polite, almost glazed over response. But when I said, I am here as a researcher to learn how the church survived 17 years of major persecution and grew stronger, their eyes light up and some got tears. They would quietly whisper, I was in prison during the dark days. And then their stories began. One story I never forgot. When the new Marxist atheistic government came to power in Ethiopia, the leader, Mr. Mengistu, told the church not to worry. Everything will remain the same. Nothing will change. And one man I interviewed told me this story. I lived in a town of some 20,000 people. Many were Christians. Very little changed at the beginning. For some two years, we carried on as though everything was normal. We went to church. We had our home Bible studies. Then one night, dozens of big army trucks pulled into the town square. Hundreds of soldiers got out of the trucks and began moving down every street and alley in town. They had lists of names and began knocking on doors of all the Christians in town. They came in and asked, Do you have a Bible? If the answer was no, they would search the house anyways. If you lied and they found a Bible, you were arrested for having counter-revolutionary literature. If you said yes, they would kindly ask you to find it and bring it to them. Then they would ask again and again until all the Bibles in the house were collected. Then the soldiers left. They took the Bibles to the center of the town square, built a huge fire, and burned all the illegal books and left town. The next day, the people asked each other, Did they get your Bibles? Everyone said yes. And they soon realized in a town of 20,000 people with many hundreds and hundreds of Christians, there was not one Bible left. He looked at me and said, Be prepared. Make sure you have one Bible hidden in a secure place. We never thought it could happen to us. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham of Go Teach Global. Jim, these brothers and sisters in Christ also teach us how to persevere through stage two, the actual time of persecution. They do it by four more words, also starting with R. Rejoice, remain, resist, and respond. First, rejoice. Jesus said to his disciples and to us today, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is so great, 
for so persecuted they the prophets. That is a tough verse for guys like me. I can hardly rejoice when little things go wrong, much less rejoice when I'm being unjustly accused or fired from my job or physically attacked for being a Christian. Then remain is the next word. The Apostle Paul told Christians in Philippi, remain in the same mind, the same love, united in spirit, in one purpose. In other words, Remain faithful and steadfast in your faith regardless of the opposition or discrimination or injustice or maltreatment. Like on D-Day as the Allied troops were about to land on Normandy shores to liberate Europe from Nazi Germany's control, the general said to his troops, Keep going forward. Do not stop. Do not go back. When persecution comes, We must remain steadfast and move forward in our faith. The third R is resist. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. James 4, 7-8 Persecution involves spiritual warfare. Our adversary hates Jesus Christ and will do all he can to bring fear into our lives. So we give up and retreat. The last R is respond. Respond in grace with love. 2 Corinthians 12 says, My grace is sufficient. My power is perfected in weakness. And Luke 6 lists many ways to respond when we experience hate or exclusion or insults or rejections. Paul, read that list for us and let's listen to the ways Jesus teaches his disciples to respond to persecution. What blessings await you when people hate you and exclude you and mock you and curse you as evil because you follow the Son of Man? When that happens, be happy. Yes, leap for joy, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, their ancestors treated the ancient prophets that same way. But to you who are willing to listen, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, Pray for those who hurt you. Now comes the post-persecution, or what do I do after I've been persecuted? And again, three words, starting with the letter R. Recover, restore, and rebuild. Recover, first. Know within your heart, mind, and spirit that somehow the Lord will use this event of persecution to His glory. The Apostle Paul told his followers in Philippi, My imprisonment in the cause of Christ turned out for the greater progress of the gospel. While it is hard to think of being unjustly incarcerated, having any value to extending God's kingdom, that is exactly what happened during the time Paul was in prison. The gospel progressed. Soldiers came to faith in Christ. And other Christians became even bolder in their faith. Second R, restore. The Lord told the prophet Joel, I will repay or restore for the years the locusts have eaten. God keeps the books. God knows what injustices have been done against you. One pastor friend was unjustly put in prison in one African country and held without charge for three and a half years. He was kept away from his church for 60 years months, meaning he lost his salary of $100 a month for 60 months. 
after his release, one of his children won a prestigious award and received a prize worth $6,000. The pastor said to me, God will restore according to his grace and his timing. The last R, rebuild. God told Isaiah the prophet to tell his people that he, God, would provide for those who grieve a crown of beauty instead of ashes, Isaiah 61.2. This gives us hope. That is our goal, men, having done all to stand strong through the storm until we see Jesus face to face. Thanks, Jim. How to prepare, respond, and recover from persecution? A powerful challenge. We recommend a simple yet effective text entitled, Standing Strong Through the Storm. For a PDF of this text, please contact Dr. Jim by sending your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Ask for a copy of Standing Strong Through the Storm to be sent to your email address. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conformed to the image of Jesus Christ.